Welcome to Top 12 Movies, a show where we collect the top 12 movies of the year, one episode at a time. I am so freaking sorry that I have been MIA almost this entire summer. I started this podcast with a summer episode and then I kind of vanished for a little while. Uh, and because of that, we have another mini-sode. I know, I know, what the hell are you doing, Kennedy? I get it. Um, but we've got a little more catch-up to play. I've seen 10 movies that I want to quickly talk about out of these 10 Two will make it into the top 12 of 2017, but I'm not going to tell you which ones, so you'll just have to wait and hear. As always, this will be spoiler free, but I will be giving my insights into what I thought of the movie as a whole and if I would recommend it to you. So let's kick off this mini-sode. The first movie, I will just flat out say it did not make the cut. This is The Smurfs, The Lost Village. And I have to say, I mean, the Neil Patrick Harris Smurfs were bad enough. Um, this one elevates it. I think going back to animation was a good call. But there's a third act scene that I don't even understand. I mean, my four-year-old nephew understood it. So kudos to him. But it made no freaking sense to me. So Smurfs, you got some work to do if you ever want to come out on top. Um, but the first two halves, I would say, of Smurfs The Lost Village were okay. Um, but obviously, the Smurfs was never going to make it into the top 12. Next up is Caesar and his war for the planet of the apes. My God, this movie astonished me. This trilogy as a whole is fantastic. If you haven't seen them, maybe... You're like, no, it's too sci-fi, or I didn't like the originals. Give it a chance. This is a fantastic trilogy, and maybe the best trilogy since Lord of the Rings. And it overtook Baby Driver in my number one spot to become my number one movie of the year. So, absolutely, go see War for the Planet of the Apes, the... CGI and special effects alone are astounding, but it kind of plays out like an RPG. You watch this quest that they're on for half a movie, and then they're imprisoned, and I, I don't want to say much more, but it is such a fantastic ending to this trilogy. Um, I got weepy, guys. I, I did. I took my fiance after she binge-watched the first two and was like, who would have known they're good? And I'm like, I've been trying to get you to watch this for so long. I knew they were good. Why didn't you know they were good? And she went to see it with me. And even the guy, there was a guy who stunk up the place behind us, could not take away the experience of War for the Planet of the Apes. So I cannot recommend this movie enough. Um, see it as a part of the trilogy. If you can go back and watch it, I think you'll really, it elevates it to something else. Uh, so War for the Planet of the Apes is number one of 2017. Real quick, I watched this uh, this Wayans movie called Naked on Netflix. It's kind of like Groundhog Day, but it's his wedding day and he's got to get to the church. It's fine, but it's not like groundbreaking. It's pretty garbage. 
Uh, but like if you're looking for something to do and chew on some popcorn, it'll get you through an hour and a half. That's about it. Naked did not make the cut. So the reviews for this one were like mixed, but I, I wanted to watch it. So I popped in Once Upon a Time in Venice. This is a movie that stars Bruce Willis and John Goodman. Bruce Willis is a detective. He's trying to find who took his dog. I thought, oh, it's going to be like a comedy. That's great. Uh, it's it's fine. Like it's 40 percent out of 100, I would say. Um I, I was very lucky that I was drinking at the time because otherwise I think it would be much, much lower. Um, does not make the cut, but if you're drinking with your buddies, it's not a horrible movie to have on. Jason Momoa is probably the best part of the film. He plays this, like, gang runner, and he's hilarious. He's really he's the funniest part of the film. Um, Bruce Willis plays an aged skater from the 70s. The premise is so ridiculous that you kind of want to watch it. That's how I watched it. Um, but nowhere close to that top 12. All right. The next on the list, I actually really did like, I, uh, I watched it. I thought, Oh, this is a cool commentary. I really like the director's original stuff. He did Snowpiercer. He did the host. And now he does Akja, which is about a genetically engineered pig who is raised in Japan and becomes like the biggest pig in the world. And they're supposed to use it to feed the starving people of the world. But, you know, corporations are greedy. Corporations don't care. Um, it's it's definitely an interesting statement. It did not make the top 12, but it got pretty close. I'm, I'm sorry to say that. Uh, I would say out of five, I gave it like a solid three and a half, maybe a four. Um but people were really enjoying Okja when it first came out on Netflix. And I have to say, like, I, I got kind of sucked up in that. But it was uh, it was trying. I think it was too many different things for me really to get invested with it. Like there was parts that were really funny. There was parts that were really dark. There was parts that were uh, weird actiony. Like this doesn't even look right. I don't get it. I also saw it after War for the Planet of the Apes. So I got to say, like. That CG is the top. Watching this pig run around is not. Uh, and I guess maybe that may have factored in like the special effects are okay. They're not like mind blowing. Um, I also don't think it's a movie that you should watch with family, which I totally took from all the reviews that this is kind of like one you sit down with family. Don't do that. Lots of swearing. Uh, lots of kind of gross things happen in the film. Um, I would avoid showing it to young, young children at all costs. But that's my North American mentality. So maybe it's different where you live. Man, I watch a lot of Netflix. This next one, it's another Netflix movie. It stars Chadwick Boseman and it's called Message from the King. It's kind of an interesting action revenge movie about a brother who's coming to America for the first time so that he can find what happened to his sister. His sister has stopped calling and... Uh, bad things happen to his sister. I'm just going to tell you right now. So he goes on like revenge spree because he's from South Africa. He, nobody knows what his profession is back there. You kind of feel like it's a gangster. Um, wasn't a bad film. I will say I, I, it didn't make the top 12, but it, it was pretty fun and entertaining. 
all the way through. And I also thought, like, ah, the director has an eye for what he wants to capture. It was gritty. It kind of felt like a like a Marvel Netflix, but actually had better production value to it, if that makes sense. Um, I would say that Message from the King, I would recommend checking it out just because it's like that gritty action revenge movie that I don't get to see as often as I'd like to. And uh, yeah, Chadwick Boseman is really good in it. So watch it maybe before you see Black Panther. Here's another one that did not make the cut, but I have to tell you, it's worth checking out. What if I told you there's a movie that's a Polish musical about killer mermaids who like to strip? Yeah, there's a movie about that. It is called The Lure. And while I was watching it, I was like, man, this is one messed up flick. Like, I don't know what's going on half the time. Maybe there's a loss in translation to these subtitles, but what the hell is going on? But at the same time, I'm getting all this like really great music and they're really progressing the story along and the ending's great. Like the ending has this really satisfying finish. I'm going to recommend it to you. It didn't make the top 12, but if you're looking for something way different than anything you could think of, watch The Lure. It's messy and weird and interesting. It's different. (laughs) Killer mermaids who strip and sing. Fill your boots. Next up is one that people seem to think is going to have a lot of critical and award-winning capability to it. I don't know if that's going to be the case or not, but Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk, I watched twice I the first time I saw it, I was like, ah, I don't know if I like this or not. I don't know the backstory. I don't know what they omitted. Uh, I, then I saw it again after I had some knowledge and, I, you know, it was it was better. Um, this did make my top 12 of the year. I have to say it's just a technical dream. Like this is a technical film. Period. There's not a lot in learning about people and the characters and what they go through. And I didn't think it was very sentimental. Um, but I will say, it, it like technically, it is achieved. Uh, and it is at number eight on my top 12 list right now. So that's going to be a really tough one to beat for the award season to see that get knocked out. Because that's pretty high up there in my top 12. Uh, So Christopher Nolan, I'd recommend it if you like war movies and if you like Christopher Nolan. My co-host on another podcast, More Than Movies, which I hope you're listening to More Than Movies. She and I do a show every week. We talked about Dunkirk and all of its follies recently. And I mean, if you want to go check that out, you're welcome to it. She really didn't like it. I saw it as kind of a technically achieved film and I, I had to give it the credit. It's due for that. So Dunkirk is number eight on the top 12 of 2017. Next up is a movie that I didn't see coming. It's called Colossal and it stars Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis. And from the trailer, it looks like it's going to be this silly comedy, like this kind of drinking buddies style indie comedy. It's really dark. It's a really, really, really dark film. And I did not expect it to be that way. I did not expect it to turn. And I don't want to tell you anything more. I think it's 
It's an interesting film to watch. It's about a person who can control a monster on the other side of the world just by doing actions from her body. And I don't know if it's going to resonate with everybody. It didn't make the top 12, um, but I think it's like a solid three out of five. And it, I'm, I'm glad I saw it. I, and it's going to be hard to go back to. Um, but if you like that kind of thing, I think you'll really get a kick out of Colossal. And we might as well end it with another Netflix flick. It is To the Bone. This is a story uh, about a woman with a, a severe anorexia. And she's kind of going into her last moment of group therapy, living in a house with other people who are going through the same thing. She's having some sort of radical treatment with uh, Keanu Reeves, who's actually really, really good in the role. I really, really enjoyed To the Bone. It's just edged out of the top 12, but I will recommend it. If you know anybody who suffered from this disease, it gives you great insight on what they must have gone through. I think it's worth watching. I really enjoyed it, uh, but not enough to edge its way into the top 12. So those are all the movies for this mini-sode of top 12 movies. Let's count down a brand new list with our new movies, which sadly we did knock out too. So 47 meters down and split are now kicked out of the top 12. Let's count this down. Number 12, John Wick Chapter 2. Number 11, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 10, Dying Laughing. Number 9, The Girl with All the Gifts. Number 8, Dunkirk. Number 7, Get Out. Number 6, Kong Skull Island. Number 5, I Don't Feel at Home in the World Anymore. Number 4, Logan. Number 3, Wonder Woman. Number 2, Baby Driver. And that new number 1, War for the Planet of the Apes. Welcome to the party, pal! Booyah! So that's the mini-sode. I'm so sorry about the absence of this podcast over the summer. I really am. Between this and more than movies, which I completely encourage if you like hearing my voice, go hear it with somebody else. I co-host that podcast called More Than Movies. And, you know, on top of that, my brother's getting married. I'm making a living. Uh, I'm the best man at this thing. You don't care. Like, why am I even trying to explain this to you? You just want another podcast. Okay, I'll have to get on that. And uh, we'll talk about, on the next podcast, we'll talk about the film It. Thank you so much for listening. Top 12 Movies is produced by me, Jay Kennedy. All the music you've heard today is from bensound.com. Leave me a comment on SoundCloud where I host the show. Or if you're feeling ambitious, leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also send me an email at top12j at gmail.com, which reminds me I have to check and see if anybody's done that this past week, haven't gotten to it yet. If you want to share some ideas or thoughts you have on the movies, you can do that. So until our next episode, thank you for spending some time today. From me to you, keep the popcorn warm. Popcorn warm.